Welcome to Midlife Madness, where we check our ego at the door and have unfiltered conversations about midlife issues that many people deal with, but don't generally say out loud for some reason. Here we do. So pull up a chair, grab your coffee, and let's chat. Well, thank you so much for joining us for our seventh podcast. Everybody applaud now. Wait, do we have like that button where, okay. We don't have the button. <laughs> you know, it's, it's great, Marie. You're doing great. It's old school. Uh, old school, the actual clap. And if we do it together, it might sound even better. Ready? One, two, three, go. Yeah. See, it sounds like an audience, which we don't have. But anyway, uh, we're excited that you're here. Today is going to be a lot of fun. And it's also going to be very informative and maybe a little enlightening. We'll see. We have two rules. You know these if this is your seventh podcast listening with us. We do not talk about politics and we don't pass judgment. Now, today it may seem like we're passing judgment because we've got some funny things to talk about, about social media, but you know, it's all in good fun. (laughs) And we're trying to help you here. There there are things that you should and shouldn't do on social media. So we're just trying to help you. Well, and frankly, we've learned most of these things the hard way. So, you know, we'll talk about if there's anybody we're judging, it's ourselves. ourselves. Exactly. (laughs) Anyway, it is, it is a pretty much safe zone here at Midlife Madness. And we're just so glad you're here. And Today, we're going to be talking about social media and how to navigate it in midlife. Uh, we found that it's a pretty, pretty hot topic. And when we decided to do an episode on this, we actually had no idea how broad this topic was. We got in a little over our heads yes. and realized that the podcast was going to be what, like 10 hours long? Yes, it was going to be a 10 hour podcast of really, really boring stuff. <laughs> Well, having said that, we're actually going to primarily focus on Facebook today because, as we all know, that seems to be where the midlifers kind of congregate. And, you know, ask any kid, they'll tell you Facebook's for old people. So, yes, exactly. <laughs> my, my nephew, who I think he's 22, he told me, I only go on Facebook to see how my old relatives are doing. <laughs> like, okay, so that's us. <laughs> Thanks, Noah. <laughs> Oh, it was Noah. <laughs> Noah. Wait a minute. So yeah, my kids don't go on it much. I'm always, I always have to say, okay, I tagged you in something just so you know. But, you know, it is a cool place to, to congregate. Facebook has actually been really useful for Marie and I for two reasons. Marie, take the first one. The first one is that Leslie and I are military brats. And uh, we went to high school on Okinawa, Japan. We went to Kubasaki High School. Go Dragons. Samurai. And Shogun. (laughs) And, um, And so because of the fact that we went to school overseas, our friends are from high school are literally all over the world. It's true. We scattered. We graduated and we scattered. Exactly. And so I think um, because of social media, specifically Facebook, we've been able to get back in touch with, I mean, almost every single person that we'd want to get in touch with. Isn't that crazy? From high school. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, it's, I love that part of it. It's so fun to catch up with people and see what they're doing. Um, And the second reason that it's helpful for us personally is because we're children of divorce. And, you know, as a result, our family is, well, it's huge. Huge. <laughs> it's huge. Yeah. Because our parents came from big families. Yeah. Our stepfather did as well. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah. more cousins than we can count. Yeah. So social media and more specifically, Facebook has actually made having some sort of relationship with all of them really possible and manageable, which is nice. Exactly. In fact, um, sometimes the, my primary reason for sharing something on Facebook is that I don't want to call everybody. 
and tell them some news. It's like, okay, they it can gives you the illusion. Yes, exactly. You, you get the illusion that you're being communicative when in reality you're actually quite lazy. So really exactly. it's all about laziness. Just that so is you know. spot on. Yep. Yes. So if you like to be lazy, this is a great way to, to stay in touch with people without having to do much. Well, yeah, you do it once and it's done. And it's done. And look, Instead if you don't see my Facebook, that's your bad. Exactly. <laughs> you forgot your passwords? Oh, oh well, too oh, bad. Well, I guess you won't hear from me again. No, I'm kidding. Well, actually, I wish I wasn't kidding, but I, <laughs> oh, so bad. Anyway, you know what? Before we embarrass ourselves with this, we actually, we need to get started with our, I can't believe she said that out loud this week. Yeah. And I'm going to go first and I don't have a specific story I want to tell. So the way mine's going to work today is throughout the episode, because as I was doing the research for this, (laughs) for this podcast, I learned that I'm very guilty of a lot of bad social media habits. And so During the episode, every time we come across one of those bad habits that I have, I'm just going to say guilty. (laughs) And so as we as we mention these, just remember, ignorance is not bliss. It's just ignorance. So we, we want to enlighten you so that you no longer have these ridiculous habits like Marie does. No, I'm kidding. Yes. Like I do too. Well, and seriously, I am going to embarrass myself and okay. say things out loud throughout the episode today. So I might jump on board with that because I like that idea. That's kind of fun. But I do actually have a specific, I can't believe she said that out loud. And I'm going to say it out loud and proud. And it just happened this week. And, um, you know, we're on Facebook and I try to throw an ad out there every now and then because I'm tr- we're trying to connect with people in midlife who need a friend. I mean, for crying out loud, there's a lot of crap we go through in midlife and having somebody with you, just laughing with you, encouraging you and somebody you can go, oh my gosh, me too, is so important. So I, I, was, I was placing an ad on Facebook and I said, uh, if you're in the throes of midlife, you know, come don't go through it alone. Come be on our page and hear our podcast, whatever. I don't remember what I said. It was way better than that though. (laughs) And so anyway, like we didn't get a whole lot of response. I don't know. I couldn't figure out why I was like, okay, well, whatever. Well, then I get this, this comment on the ad that said it's T-H-R-O-E-S, not T-H-R-O-W-S. Then that was all she said. And I, was more grammar police. Guilty. I am the captain of the grammar police. My and family right. knows me well for this. Okay. And in fact, my daughter sent me a meme the other day and it said, why are you unliking that post if you agree with it? And it says, I found a typo. I can't be associated <laughs> with that. And I'm not even kidding you. I have had books that I'm reading and I find a typo and I'm like, well, that's it. That it has lost all credibility. I am not reading this book. So did you put my book down then? Because I've got a couple of typos. You showed grace though. I did. Because I'm your sister. But not for Robin McGraw. Sorry, Mrs. McGraw. (laughs) (laughs) She just called her out. Anyway, kind of like this woman called me out on this ad. And okay, so I had two choices, right? I could be like gracious and go, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And then change it but I didn't want to do that. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll just go, oh yeah, we noticed that after we printed it. No, lies. <laughs> but then I was lies. like, I can't lie. I can't lie. <laughs> so I just took the whole thing down. <laughs> like it never happened. <laughs> if you're in the throes, I don't think that that's a, I don't know. I guess I never really realized there was two spellings. 
I did not know that either. And I didn't catch that. And I am, you know, that's what I'm surprised. I was like, Marie, you should have told me this. You know stuff. I didn't know that. Okay, clearly. Well, thank you, whatever your name was. I don't remember. I didn't, I tend to block out unpleasant things. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. She was lovely. She was just trying to help. And, you know, Grammar Gestapo's really can't help themselves. So (laughs) it's okay. We, We forgive you and we show you grace and we do not judge. Am I right? Right. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, moving on. <laughs> you, you've heard our embarrassing stories and clearly they're very recent. Oh, so. okay. So what does social media have to do with midlife? Hmm. And in a March 2019 article about social media in midlife written by Carol Parker Walsh, she states that studies have found that for women in midlife specifically, social media can enrich opportunities for support connection and networking. I agree. Yes. And it matters, but I do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Carol. It's all about it. These increased opportunities have positive implications for women's health, well-being and livelihood. I can totally see that. I can too. Absolutely. Especially when your kids move out and you're trying to keep up with them and trying to keep up with your friends and trying to find, I mean, communities like Midlife Madness or Empty Nesters or, you know, Whatever, whatever you're trying to get connected with, it's a good place to do that. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, unfortunately, a lot of us at midlife aren't comfortable with (laughs) technology. Well, you know, you think about it, it's because we grew up without it. Right. Right. We had to learn it as adults. That's so unfair. Our kids totally have the advantage on this. They They get it. They get it so much better. Well, I still, honestly, I still haven't figured out Instagram. I just don't get it. Well, I, I do enough to get by. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it at all. And by. Twitter, no way. I just like Twitter's whatever. just mean. Let me just tell you, if you don't have thick skin, don't go on Twitter. People are awful in Twitter. Well, the only thing I use it for is voting on the voice. I well, love the voice. <laughs> that right there is worth hearing all the trolling, you know, so... Trolling. Wait, we should probably explain what that is. There may be people listening who don't know what that is. Why don't you explain it? Okay. A troll is somebody you've probably known about this person. Uh, They're the person that always wants to say bad things and get you upset on the internet. Um, They usually don't really know you and they just, that's what they do. They go around and they make trouble. I just cannot imagine like, number one, who has that kind of time, right? Like what are you not doing in your life? that gives you the time to go pick yeah. on everybody. And and like, what, what kind of unhappy are you that you have to yes. go around like causing grief for perfect strangers? Like yeah. to me, right. trolls are just ridiculous. So, yeah, I don't but they, they exist. So when we talk about trolls, that's what that is. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. Um, you know, one scenario that we have found in our, our personal lives with our family is that um, especially, you know, people and I, I, the baby boomers. Yeah tend to have a lot more trouble with technology than even we do. And they they will set up a Facebook account. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing you know, you have a second invite from them. And then you maybe you have a third invite. Now, (laughs) your first instinct is that, oh, no, somebody is their account, their account. Yes. And this Mm -hmm. is not real. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you, you know, you don't accept the friend request. And then you find out at the family reunion that what really happened was they forgot their password <laughs> and they just had to create another account because yeah. so so I know two women in my life who have multiple, probably at least yeah. three, if not five. And we love them. We love them dearly. Yes. 
and it, we but it's it. hilarious. We we yeah. get it, and and it is hard. I mean, there's a couple of things going on as we get older. For one thing, we forget where we put things, and for another thing, we just forget things. Period. And so, if you if you have a password, make sure you write it down somewhere where you know you're going to leave it, and like in a place that is obvious, because. Once you forget your password, you have to start all over again. It's not like all your friends just go over into your new account. You have to go and request them again. And so that's exactly the bummer. So that may be you. I mean, it's not just baby boomers. I mean, I know plenty oh, of people yes. our age that do that too. And it is, it's frustrating. So, oh, so yeah, the best advice we can give is write down your password. Yeah. Peasy, write it down. Peasy Easy peasy. And do not believe the lie that you tell yourself that you're going to remember. I promise you. <laughs> If you don't write it down, you will forget. Even if you're absolutely 100% unequivocally convinced that you won't forget, you will. So yeah, it's important to do that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like we have so many wonderful things going on in our brains, y'all, that we're like like a computer that's memory is getting a little full. It's not that we're, you know, absent-minded. We just... We choose to remember the things that matter the most. And apparently when we make a password, it's just not very important to us. <laughs> I just really want to get on Facebook. Yes, come on. Just let me see my friends. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So we asked our Facebook followers this week because, you know, we just were kind of wondering what frustrates people the most about social media. And we had some pretty passionate replies. And uh, first of all, I'll tell you, Kathy said, people airing their dirty laundry. Something should be private. Also, vague posts, just say it or don't. Amen. Right. Oh, my gosh. That drives me crazy. Right? The yeah. ones that are so cryptic and they're like, what is going on? And you want to ask. Attention. Yeah, I need attention. That's what that means. Yes. Something, pay attention to me. And I get it. So. I, I, like when I get on Facebook and it says, my husband is such a liar. I know. <laughs> and that's it. Really? I know. I know. That's it. That's, an, that's both cryptic and dirty laundry. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the, the combination of the two. Exactly. So and anyway. it's not that you want to be, I'm sorry, I have to say one more thing. It's no. not that you want to be fake. You know what I mean? Right. You want to be real. So, and there are things that happen that aren't always good and, and happy, but if 50% of your posts are negative, I promise at least 75% of the people that you think are following you aren't. <laughs> they have blocked you. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Alberta said news mm-hmm. stories without facts. This Ugh. is my number one Facebook pet peeve. Is it? Because people that share a story and it's like some, from some random news source that no one's ever heard of, but it, they, they treat it like it's the Bible. Oh yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Oh, mm-hmm. this supports my opinion. So I'm putting it out there for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's my opinion, and it's the same. Yes. Oh my gosh. Ugh. Huge, huge pet peeve. Yeah, you know, and that's true. News stories without facts just don't need to be posted. No. And frankly, if it's a news story that supports an opinion that is a very um divisive or divisive opinion, yeah. it probably doesn't need to be posted either. You might, right. I mean, is it you have to ask, like, is it worth losing the friend over this? Because you probably will. I know I have. We'll yeah. get into that later too. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Maggie said, "Attention seekers and dramatics." Well, they kind of kind of goes with that. what Kathy said. Yes, it, I mean, it it, it kind of does cover all of that. And but yes, it's it's those people that are just like throw, throwing some random statement out there, and all they're really looking for is a response. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so be anyway, careful. they'll take the bait. Tara said, "Meanness." 
Yeah. And it is so easy to be mean on social media when you don't have to look someone in the eye. You're so right. I call it social media rage. Cause you know yeah. how you have road rage yes. and you get mad because you don't look that person in the eye. You're yes. just like, you see them as a vehicle and it's easy to justify being angry. And it's the same with social media. We yes. just pick on people and it's silly. We're still people. It is. And I, I find it interesting that you used a car analogy because honestly, they say that your true character comes out mm. when you're behind the wheel. And guess what? Mm. I'm not very nice. I'm not a very yeah. nice person. This is going to have to be another one, another podcast about road rage because it's gotten worse as I got older. But well, yes. and, and it's like you do things when you're behind the wheel that you wouldn't do if you had to look that person in the eye. Yeah, like pick your nose. No. Sing oh, <laughs> at the top of your lungs. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, well, we're going to get into some of this later. But yeah, meanness is a huge one. People are just mean. Like those, yeah. um, those trolls you were talking about. Yeah, and they're mean with the purpose of just being mean. Right. So they're not worth it. I, I've had to block several people for that. And, you know, thank you. When we ask you guys a question on Facebook and you answer, it means the world to us. We love hearing where you're coming from, too, because we know where we're coming from, but we don't know, are we the only ones feeling this way? And, boy, it was very affirming <laughs> when we asked about social media. I was like, oh, yeah, we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, so social media for me started – you know, I really kind of fought it for a while, but I did start a MySpace. Remember back in the the dinosaur Fair. days? <laughs> Early, but yes. I, I started a MySpace because my kids were on it and I wanted to monitor them. I'm like, you can have one, but you have to be connected to me. I have to be able to see your stuff. And they were like, okay. So I went on MySpace and um and then so then I I went on Survivor in 2007. And when I came back, um, you know, they were kind of telling us how to navigate. Twitter and social media and everything. And they they really recommended getting a Facebook um, just because that's where everybody was then, you know, and, and they still are in, in our generation. But, um, you know, the younger people have moved on to, I don't even, I can't even keep up. Now that I don't have kids anymore, I don't even try. Because like, until I get grandkids, I'm just going to try not to have to worry about it because I'll have to learn something new anyway. But anyway, yeah, because of Survivor, I thought, well, I need to be able to connect with fans. I had a speaking ministry. I was traveling. I was doing all this stuff. And it was just a great way to kind of get my information out and to connect with people and hear from them. So I really didn't really have much choice. You know what I mean? It was like I had to. And I've kind of always had that. All my jobs have required social media. When I was on the radio, um, you know, I had to do social media. When I was in speaking social media, it's it's just constant. Even as a fitness instructor, I like people to know, hey, I'm teaching tonight, you know, make sure you sign up. And it's, it to me, I don't, it's so weird to think that we ever had life before it. Right. Yeah. I know my granddaughter is like, what do you mean you didn't have the internet? I mean, that just seems <laughs> absurd. But, but, you know, there are trolls and there's this one guy, oh my word, on Twitter. He has been after me since Survivor, literally 13 years ago, you guys, and he is still sending me stuff. I actually dropped my Twitter account completely because he was driving me nuts. I used to take what he said very personally and I would get very sad and upset. I couldn't stand the fact that there was somebody who didn't love me in the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's a hard thing. It's a hard place to be if you're on social media, because especially on Twitter, People don't care about whether or not you're loved or, you know, if you don't totally 100% line up with what they believe is ideal, 
you're trash. And he has been after me because I left my children and my husband to go on a silly reality show to chase my dream and how I gave up my biblical duties as a wife and a mother and how, you know, how could my husband let me, he has no idea who I am. He has no idea the prayer and the preparation that it took to get into Mm -hmm. that. And so I, I quit my Twitter. I was a Twitter quitter. I I just, I'm so proud of that. That was funny. (laughs) Hashtag, hashtag Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Um, But I, I literally last year decided to get back on Twitter. And the funny thing is I had thousands of followers because of survivor, you know, on Twitter. But when I quit, like now I, I think I have not even 500 at this point because I, (laughs) I lost everybody that I had following me when I guess just gave up and you have to kind of count the cost when that happens. But um, sometimes I lose my mind. Sometimes <laughs> I say things I shouldn't say about politics. Oh, for crying out loud. I, um, okay. So I'm going to try not to talk about politics here. I just want to talk about my, my accident <laughs> or the incident. Let's call it the incident. Uh, was it about a month ago, Marie? Yeah, or so? it was. Yeah, I posted my thoughts about something and it did not agree or line up with the majority of the people who were my friends. <laughs> and I lost followers, I lost friends. People got upset, people questioned my Christianity. People questioned whether or not I was actually a true believer in Jesus Christ because of how I felt. And it and was politics. It was politics and oh, it 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 was but it was, you know, it was just my thoughts on something. And so it just happened to be a politician. And mm-hmm. so it was like, it just, it was so ugly. And I, I knew right away that I did the wrong thing, but I didn't want to take it down because I thought, why am I always running from being who I really am? Why do I always have to be what everybody else wants me to be? And I was trying to dig my heels in, but then I realized probably about 20 minutes in when it just lit, I had never had so many reactions to anything <laughs> and it was not pretty. Um, there were some people that really did agree with me who, by the way, I believe are true Christians. Um, But, um, you know, I think we have to be so careful. Number one, I should have never posted that because I kind of knew that was going to happen. Let's just call it what it is. We're going to talk about that too. There's a check. The etiquette of of posting. And you're going to need to hear, you might want to get a pen and pencil or paper (laughs) or whatever, write this down. You can type it out on your your phone. (laughs) Just take notes because sometimes you just want to be the voice of something and is right. it worth it? And to me, it really wasn't worth it. Did I take right. it down? No, because too many people commented at that point, but I did go back and say, you know what? Never again. I'd let people mm-hmm. know it's not going to happen here again. You're going to, I can only talk to people who I know and love and trust and can look in the eyes about this stuff because people are going to read it the way they, they see it. So mm-hmm. exactly. Oh, it's so- hard. It's hard. So my relationship with social media um, is is a little different. Um, you know, from a professional standpoint, I don't need outside of LinkedIn. Maybe I don't need social media. So everything right. that I do is for a personal reason. So all of my Facebook posts, any any social media outside, like I said, of LinkedIn, um, because um, I do have a professional like image that I'm trying to create. And actually, I have two of the jobs that I've had over the years, I got through networking on LinkedIn. So I know. And so that's forget about LinkedIn. I well, you would I mean, you know, that's your social network 
in like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is more in line with what you do professionally. Right, yeah, that's true. And for me, it's LinkedIn. But um, so everything else for me outside of that is is personal. And I did fight it. And in fact, you, Leslie, were visiting me and uh, you talked me into signing up for Facebook. And I, I, I did fight it. I didn't really want to do it. I don't know why I didn't want to do it. I, I knew it was going to demand time. Mm, and yeah. um, I, I just didn't want to put a lot of energy into it. Now I've come, you know, that has changed. Oh, circle. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, now you're like, do I need time for anything else? Exactly. <laughs> well, and I remember when once I joined you, um, you sent me a text or something that said, welcome to the time suck. And it's like <laughs> That is such a perfect way to put it. The time it just sucks up all your time. So, so oh my word. So I um, but once I had a granddaughter back in uh, 2010, that's when I really kind of like maybe overdid it a little bit. Um, <laughs> and in fact, I have posted so much about Eloise that now, like, she's met some of my friends and family, and they're like, "I feel like I'm meeting a celebrity because you've <laughs> talked about her so she's much." The star oh, of Marie's Facebook page. Oh, is that not a good thing? I don't I think, think so. I don't know. know. I think a lot of people who have grandkids, yes, can totally relate. Yes, yes. and I think it's beautiful. I love it, and it, it it makes me feel like I'm like with her when she's going through these life changes and yes. these funny things that she's saying, you know, you can write them down in a book yeah. or you can put them in Facebook. Yes. And so. and she is pretty funny. She's hilarious. And she's so <laughs> cute. Oh my goodness. I love my little Eloise. <laughs> but yeah, it is, it's hard. You have to kind of remember, okay, am I doing business or am I doing pleasure? And oh, anyway, there's a lot going into it. But so social media, has it been a struggle for you? Have you had any problems with it? You probably have. You've heard Marie's, Marie's in mind, not all of them, but some of them. But there are some questions that you can ask yourself before you make a post on social media. Number one, would I be embarrassed if my kids, my parents, my grandparents read this? If the answer is yes, then it's probably not a good idea <laughs> to post it. This is this is one of my guilty. <laughs> oh, me too. I should probably chime I, in on that one. Sorry. I have done this, and I should have um, put, you know, not only kids, parents, grandparents, but what about husbands? Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> I my have, little husband's not even on social media, so he's like, I don't know what you're doing in there, and I'm like, oh, thank God. I am. I'm friends on Facebook with my husband's boss, and he's like, you've got to be careful. You're friends with my boss on Facebook. <laughs> Yes. Ask yourself those questions. <laughs> the second one is, is this post offensive or vulgar? <laughs> and, and if the answer is yes, and you're okay with that, <laughs> then post away, I guess. Yeah, I guess. But, but for the most part, like you got to remember, does if things offend you or if things seem vulgar to you, um, there's probably people that feel that way too. And, you know, you just got to remember they're all reading it and that is the impression you're mm -hmm. leaving on them. And is yeah. that the impression you want to leave? Right. Um, so I, the third one, this is, we kind of skimmed over this a little bit earlier, but is it factual what I'm about to post or does it simply just support my opinion? Yes. Um, oh, great there's so much. Question. Great question. Would I want my pastor to read this? <laughs> Ooh, that's like the, what would Jesus do? <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And I know sometimes um, my daughter, sorry, Mandy, but she'll post stuff and I'm like, oh, 
she has friends with her grandparents on Facebook. What is she doing? She's at a cuss word and she's talking about yes. drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I That's her. She's a good kid. Ah, no, nah, everybody knows. Everybody knows Andy's lovely. I know. I love she- her. So would you say it to someone's face? That's a good question. Guilty. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're complete wusses when it comes to people face to face. I am Wait. so bold on Facebook. Oh. And yet, like if, if you were to, I would just be tongue tied with yeah. some of the things I am very eloquently able to write on Facebook. If you asked me about it in, in, in person, I would probably stutter. Yeah, I mean, all of these things are things to consider, and we'll we'll leave this in the show notes so you can kind of see and just remind yourself. You might even want to like print it out. <laughs> There's more on your computer. There um, more. <clears throat> yeah, we we actually have a challenge for you today, and and the reason I did this is because I thought, you know, one of the things that we really want to create is community here in Midlife Madness, and uh, one of the things that comes with community is accountability, and. I know I need it in my life and I'm absolutely certain that we all do. Uh, so the challenge that we have is that we want you to use the think test and that's a, it's an acronym actually. Um, is it true? Is it helpful? Is it inspiring? Is it necessary? And is it kind? If it is those things, by all means, go ahead and post it. Uh, but if you can't answer yes to at least one of those questions when you're posting, we really do challenge you to post something positive or encouraging instead of what you were going to post and then hashtag midlife madness podcast, or you can tag our Facebook page and in your post. So we can see that you accepted the challenge and decided to go in a better direction. So we can go, yay. Yay you, yay you. (laughs) And also so we can go, oh, if if you can do it. Yes, I can do (laughs) I'm probably going to have like 10 tags this week on my own stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Marie and I are going to be the only ones tagging. Okay. Here's what I said and said. I won't tell you what I was going to say, but here's what I'm going to say anyway. Yeah. So yes, we would love to he- see those comments and, and see your, um, your inspiring posts yes. in, in the next couple weeks. So can I ask a question too? This is like a really obvious one. Why is it that the posts that say, I'm not trying to be political, but... <laughs> are always political. <laughs> it's like when people say, no offense, but <laughs> yes, exactly. I okay. mean, that it, it means it's a political post. That's yeah, what it yeah. means. So let's talk about social media etiquette a little bit, because I mean, that word is just kind of hoity-toity, but it basically means how you're supposed to behave <laughs> when you're on social media. <laughs> um, first of all, and I love this one so much, be mindful when you're tagging photos. Okay. Yeah. This is a big deal. Like if you're, if you look just so good in a picture, but the person you're posting it, you know, who was in the picture with you looks, you know, like death warmed over, it's probably not a good idea to post it and then tag them until you get permission. (laughs) (laughs) This happens all the time. Well, you know what? There is a setting on Facebook where you can actually make it so that you, it has to get your permission. I have that. It will not go on my page until I give permission. And there have been times I'm like, nope, (laughs) you look good, but I don't look so good. So Uh, the second one is don't use social media to vent. Again, I think we're kind of going back to that. My my husband is such a liar. Yeah, we're venting about venting. Like, it's just so annoying. Like, please don't do it. That's all I'm going to say on that. Uh, Number three, understand that not everybody gets your sense of humor. 
Really? What? Really? I know. Yeah. I know. I'm very sarcastic. And mm-hmm. I do think every now and then someone takes what I'm saying as, you know, the, the honest, to, yeah, honest truth. And I'm really just making fun of myself usually. Yeah. But it's hard. It's hard with words. Yes. On a paper. You know what I mean? Like it's much easier when you're face to face. So Right. Right. Uh, don't start a fight online that you wouldn't be willing to start in person. Mm. Just agree to disagree, especially when it comes to politics, religion, those types of things. You're not going to sway someone with a meme. Exactly. (laughs) I don't think it's ever happened. (laughs) Really? Do you think anybody's, oh my gosh, this perspective has completely rocked my world and changed my whole like belief system because you posted this meme. Oh my word. You're amazing. Nope. Not going to happen. That's a dream. Here's another one. And (laughs) I just want to warn you on this one. Don't drink and post. Because you yes. could drink and you could forget what you said and then you exactly. go back and go, whoops. Exactly. When in doubt, wait 24 hours to see if your post is still a good idea. Yeah. You've actually talked me into that a couple of times. Yeah. I've, and I I've, like that. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes in the heat of the moment, you're like, I don't care. But really, <laughs> you do. You care. Um, number seven, if the voice inside your head is telling you not to post something, then by golly, don't post it. That voice is usually right. Exactly. That's so true. That's, uh, yeah, that's called the conscience. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually right. You know what? Number eight, I think we are beating to death, but I'm going to go ahead and just say it. it's don't be cryptic or passive aggressive in your posts. Yeah. Yeah. If you want people to like you, that's a really good idea. Yeah. Um, number nine, if you regret it, delete it. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. Now, I feel bad because I feel like there's a guy who is um, a politician who does this a lot. He'll say something and then he'll delete it. And then people have already snapshotted a picture. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's like, dang it. But most of us, that's not going to happen. Most of us, we've got time. So if you if you post it and there's something in you going, that was such a bad idea, then by golly, go take it down. It's well, okay. If you go back to number five, um, don't drink and post. Yeah. <laughs> Always look at your Facebook feed the next morning after a drinking night <laughs> to make sure you haven't posted anything stupid. Cause if you do, you can delete it. Um, so okay. number 10 is be responsible and empathetic towards others. And what I mean by that is um, so for, as an example, I learned that uh, my husband's stepfather had cancer on Facebook. Ooh. So maybe wait, you know, until the yeah. family members know, everybody knows about something before you start talking about it on Facebook. I've seen some people, like I found out that people die because people start, you know, posting on their page, RIP. And I'm like, what? You know, it's it's yeah. tough. Like, give it some time. I don't know why we got to jump on that. I don't right. know. It's not like they're reading it, I don't think. But anyway, right. um, tips to help you stay sane and not get upset when you're on social media. If you're like me and you get your panties in a wad sometimes, um, <laughs> These are really good ones. For one thing, use your privacy settings. That's why they're there. You know, not everybody has to see what you post. You can make it so just your friends can, um, you know, and they've got really good tutorials on Facebook to help you figure out how to do that. Just look, search for it and then it'll show you. Block people. Seriously. Oh, yeah. If you don't like what you're seeing or reading, then um, just block that person um, or unfriend them altogether. You know, I do have a couple of people that are blocked from even seeing that I have a Facebook me too. And and it's it, there was this one guy in particular who was an atheist. And I didn't go onto his pages and try to convince, you know, people on his page that being a Christian is the right thing to do. But every time I would post something on my page about Christianity, he would start a fight with people. 
And they would all be like, this poor guy needs help. And I'm like, no, don't try to help. He doesn't want help. What he wants is to get you upset. I had to block him because he was upsetting my friends. Yeah. And I knew what he was doing, but they didn't. And so I just, you know what? Life is way too short to deal with people like that. I just blocked him. Sorry. Yep. All done. All right. And if you find that you compare yourself to others, and this is a big deal too, remember that you're seeing their highlight reel and not their blooper reel. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Facebook is. It's our highlight reel, guys. Let's just be real. This is what it is. It, we're not going to, for the most part, most of us aren't going to share all the junk in our lives on Facebook. It's just not the place to do it. So if it starts to make you feel uncomfortable or like you can't live up to what the standard seems to be, maybe take a little break from it. I have a lot of friends who do that. They just walk away. I can't because of my jobs and what I do, but you know, I definitely have gone through phases where I don't talk about anything personal. I just post things about my businesses and stuff. So just be careful with that. Yeah. Silence someone without unfriending them on Facebook. And so by that, what I mean is you can snooze them for 30 days that Facebook will allow you to do that. Or you can unfollow them without unfriending them. It's kind of the nice way. Maybe it is a little passive aggressive, but But it's it's a way of not having to see all the junk. But I don't really feel like it's aggressive. I feel like it's protective. And I feel like especially this year, oh my word, It's a political year and people are going to get under your skin. Don't like just write them off as friends altogether. You can just unfollow them. They don't even have to know that that's happening. And I've done that with a few people and it's okay. I still love them. I just don't want to see it all the time. Right. Um, And also have different accounts for your business and for your personal. That's just a a no brainer. That way you can kind of just be yourself and, and then be your, your business, you know, like we have the Midlife Madness page. We're kind of both because <laughs> what you see is what you get. But we do have a separate page for Midlife Madness that we just share on our personal account. So, you know, just yes. keeping it separate is good. And the last one, and this one's very difficult for people pleasers like Leslie and oh, I. Oh, yes. But just know that not everybody's going to like you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Is that hard to hear? Why do I even need to hear that? That was totally uncalled for. That was really <laughs> a bummer. Wait, I can convince them. I'm that one person that will change their mind. Dang. Actually, I've learned if I've learned anything in my 50 years, it's that it's OK that people don't like man's rejection, in my opinion, is God's protection. He's yeah. protecting me from that person. If they don't like me, there's a reason that I just don't need to be dealing with them. And yeah. it usually ends up like if you look at it years later, you go, oh, thank the Lord. You know, <laughs> that was some drama. Anyway, yeah, this was our, our social media uh, podcast. We just really kind of wanted to go through it because I think a lot of us struggle with, um, you know, what's the right thing to do and what's the wrong thing to do and how do we do this without being a jerk and how do we do this and make friends and not, you know, push people away. So Marie and I kind of just sat down and, and talked about a few of the things that we thought. I don't know. You might find valuable. Yeah. It was fun. It yeah. Was re- I mean, it really was. It really, it, it helped me to figure out mm, that I'm doing some things wrong. Well, again, and, yeah. And that's the one thing I think it did make us look in the mirror and mm-hmm. we didn't really kind of like what we saw. And so we're going to be encouraging each other and you to be a positive force on social media. I think that is going to be such a beautiful thing. I think this is the year that we need it more than anything just refuse to to be a part of the drama and just be a part of lifting people up uh, no matter what, no matter what political party they are, no matter what race they are, no matter what everything, no, what country they're from. It doesn't matter. We're, we're like, we're trying to get through this life together and the more communal that we can be, the better it's going to be for all of us. Yes. So 
Thank you for hanging out with us today. And again, you can find those show notes on our website at midlifemadnesspodcast.com. And, um, you know, of course, we'd love to hear from you. You can find Midlife Madness on our Facebook page or on our website, like I just said, midlifemadnesspodcast.com. And if you like hanging out with us, as we like hanging out with you, just uh, add us to your podcast subscriptions, and then you will automatically get the episodes downloaded every Monday when they come out. Um, And if you get the chance, it would be really helpful if you left a rating or a review, if you like us. Um, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're trying to build the community, of course, and the more the merrier and uh, the more that we can go through this together, the better. So next week, we've got a really fun topic. Actually, I think it's going to be super good. It's it's about friendships and it that sounds very narrow, um, but it's we're going to be talking about how to make and maintain friendships in midlife because it's it could be a challenge. You know? yes. And I, I have a friend, you know who you are who can't wait for this episode because she knows I'm really bad at it. (laughs) (laughs) She she already called me out on this. Oh, I love it. That's so funny. (laughs) Well, at least she still loves you in spite of it. That's good. She does. That's that's a good friend. That's a good friend. I know. So we will leave you with this today. May you think before you post or your friendships might be toast. I love your little things that you do. I look forward to it every week. But don't forget, my friend, you are enough right where you are. Thanks for listening to Midlife Madness Podcast. Hope that you have an incredible week and we'll hang out with you again next Monday.